This is HPR episode 2181 entitled, Install OpenBSD from Linux using Grub. It is hosted by Norist and is about 8 minutes long. The summary is, Install OpenBSD from Linux using Grub. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. I'm going to record something real quick about how I install OpenBSD using um, Grub, starting with a, a Linux distribution, loading the OpenBSD installer using Grub. Why would you want to do that? I'm, I think I'm going to save why, um, why to use OpenBSD, kind of a overview of what OpenBSD um, and why you may want to use it and how it's similar to what's different and some advantages and disadvantages. I'm, I'm going to save that for another episode, but why, why would you want to install an existing... Usually you start, you install OpenBSD from CD or whatever, um, but normally install OpenBSD using Grub, it's because I'm doing it in that boot another way, or um, I do this a lot EPS, like Rackspace or DigitalOcean, where they give you uh, like a base and they've got several... They, they don't normally have OpenBSD. And um, I know some VPSs may ISO to do an installation, but if you, if you can't do that, as long as you can get to the Grub menu, you can use Grub and start the, which is what I do. So um, to load um, the OpenBSD installer using Grub, it has to be the newer version of Grub, Grub 2, sort of the Grub legacy or the Grub 0. Point whatever. That doesn't work, so... Whenever, if you're going to do this, start includes Grub 2. I am most familiar um, Red Hat and CentOS, and I'm, so I normally start with CentOS 7 because it comes with Grub 2 by the final legacy. Um, Grub 2 can load OpenBSD kernels, so whenever um, your machine boots Grub, you know, most of the time when you're using Grub, it'll, it'll load the RAM disk or something like that, but it can also load an OpenBSD kernel. And the OpenBSD installer, in its most minimal form, is just the uh, OpenBSD with a, a few extra bits, just enough to do the installation. Um, first, you want to make sure that whatever you're going to do this with, you actually have access to the Grub menu. So I know sometimes with VPSs, when you reboot the VPS, they don't have a, like an HTML5 or Flash console available, so you boot up interact with the grub menu. If you can't do that, then you can't you can't install if you can't use a grub. Um, so step one is make sure you have access to the console. Um, step two, take note of any um, network information. You'll need that during the installation. Um, if it's on a network which uses if it's on a network that's using DHCP then that it's easy. But if it's not, um, you need to know IP address, the net mask, default route 
and uh, at least so normally whenever uh, I do this I um I grab the OpenBSD installation kernel image I save it to slash Linux am I running Linux running Linux um and that's that's because Typically, slash boot is like an unencrypted partition in the front of the disk. If it's if it's a separate partition at all, typically with VPS as it is a separate partition, use LVM encryption or something like that. But um, slash boot is always just kind of an EXT partition encrypted, not part of a uh, LVM. So I always save it to slash boot. Um, so just I've got notes in here. Just said uh, for for the steps, just CD to slash boot, and then wget the BSD installer. I'm not going to read off the URL, but if you go to the OpenBSD website and look for the Get OpenBSD page, there's a bunch of mirrors, and you can navigate the mirrors and find image you want. Um, so what you you'll want to find the the latest version. Right now is six point, and then I normally use the AMD64 architecture installer, but there's other one on 3D. And then the file you're looking for is called bsd.rd there's a bs there's just a there's a file called bsd with no extension that is the that's the normal kernel and then there's a file called bsd.rd the rd stands for ram disk the bsd.rd so once you have a copy of bsd.rd saved somewhere that you can get to slash boot or is where i do it uh once you get that done you can reboot and then during the reboot process you'll see the grub menu and inside grub you want to enter the command prompt so normally when you see Grub, it's just uh, a menu that you can arrow up and down. Options, but if you press C, you get, you get a prompt where you can actually type some commands. Um, normally, the first command I type is ls. If you haven't set a root for Grub yet and you type ls, it will show you the available disks. Uh, so I type ls, it shows me what disks are available. I set the root by typing set space root equals, then in parentheses, the, the disk. Uh, and it'll be in the show notes too if you want. Then after you set the root, um, if you want to, again, you can type ls. And this time, since you have a root set, it will show you the files that are available. And that's handy just so you can see, you know, did you set the right disk? If you type ls and you don't see bsd.rd, maybe you didn't set the right disk and you just start over. So the grub command to load a BSD, open BSD kernel is kopenbsd and then the name of the kernel. So in this case, it's just kopenbsd space slash bsd.rd. And then type boot, and that will um, boot the BSD installer. So I'm not going to walk through the installation process. It, one, it's really straightforward. Not a GUI like you might be used to. It's all text. But ask your questions, and you answer. Even though it's not point and click, and you have to... You have to do a, a little bit of thinking. It's probably one of the most, most straightforward. And most of the question, um, there's the default answer, and you can just press enter. 90% of the uh, OpenBSD installation is just present. The installation process is documented on OpenBSD FAQ. It's not hard to find, so if you go to the OpenBSD website, um, one thing you will have to enter is the network settings. The, again, the default, when it asks you about your network, the default is DHCP. So that's one spot where if you're using DHCP, you can just press enter. If you're not, you'll have to type some stuff in. And then one one final thing you'll need to do that may not be obvious is the OpenBSD installer um, uses something called sets. And sets are groups of um, files, binaries, and libraries, man pages, and all that stuff. But the OpenBSD installation is divided up into 
eight or so what's called sets and it's going to ask you where the location of your set and I think the default is to use a CD or something like that and obviously a CD is not available if you have a CD available you would just press enter if you're booting from a CD you would just press enter and that would be the, the default would be the right answer but in this case what you want to do is you want to get installation sets off the network off the internet so when it asks you for the location of the sets, just type in HTTP, and I feel like it, you know, says which one do you want to use, and it lists. Three. So it's not like you have to remember. Oh yeah, was it HTTP? So it's HTTP, uh, and then it will it will say, do you want to use this URL? And it'll have something in there already, so you don't. I know I've done installations before, Manner, where you had to like the installation URL and type the whole, and that that kind of terrible was. But at least. Um, in this case, it has, uh, I guess, a set of mirrors. That, so once you type HTTP, it'll ask you if you want a proxy. You can just hit enter, and then it'll say you want to use this URL, and you can just hit enter. And then it'll ask you which sets you want to install. Um, and it's it doesn't hurt to just install everything. It's very big. And even there's some packages, some packages that are associated with X, and it, it's safe to install those. So I think that's it for now. Um, hopefully... If I have some time, I'll do another episode. Or I feel like it's I, I know enough about to do some shows. Maybe not. Maybe a good topic. We'll see if I do something. You guys have a awesome day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.